Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Ott. Wow. Where did We're the here. summer go? Where uh, did it even did it even happen? I don't know. I, it was supposed to be what <laughs> hot hot vax summer, and that didn't really work. So anyway, I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. Yeah, and Matt Tamanini just did kind of have a hot vax summer weekend. I mean, yeah, I mean it was like three days, but yeah, I went went to the beach and uh, just ignored the rest of humanity. So that was nice. <laughs> I mean, was posting like beautiful scenic beach photos. I'll tell you, didn't it, totally ignore us. Well, I mean, it's one you thing fed, to, you fed the children, <laughs> fed the children on the social meds. Yeah, yeah. the um, yeah, I mean, it was great. I, uh, I I love the beach. I love the ocean. This was the golf. I love the golf side of Florida. Um, the golf is much better than the than the ocean side. Um, so I love that. Hoping that the Mega Millions and or Powerball tickets that I've uh, purchased hit so that I can just live there. Well, I hope that doesn't work out for you. <laughs> because we need you here at Broadway Radio. Yeah, do you? Do you? I don't know anymore, Matt. <laughs> I really can't win anything. All right, no, let's I talk don't. about all of this. So um, we've been talking about the show for the past, like, two, three days, this whole, like, Cameron McIntosh situation. So we're not trying to, like, rehash it. But there is kind of a new development because following... Cameron McIntosh's anti-trans casting statement and then, of course, the explanation of misinterpretation that we discussed on Broadway Radio yesterday. The trans act... I know, LOL. Um, The trans activist and performer Sis has created the Trans March on Broadway to be held Monday, September 6th, 2021 at 12 p.m. The location will be probably announced that morning, according to their social media. Um, The march has also inspired a new concert featuring trans performers called You Gotta Have a Gimmick, (laughs) which I was like... That's great. Say it. Just say it. I love this. Um, To produce or learn more about that uh, particular concert, you can follow you uh, at You Can Call Me Sis. So to find out any more about like where that's going to be held, you should be following her anyways. But there you go. Yeah. And it's the letter U can call me Sis, uh, just so there's no uh, misspellings or anything in there. Um, I, I know one of my favorite musical theater up and coming writers, uh, Preston Allen, has also been mm-hmm. trying to organize a lot of uh, trans related concerts and stuff going on. Yes, so Preston I, Mac Allen has a 54 show coming up. Yes. Uh, all should be going. I, I've, I've interviewed people from, I think I interviewed um, uh, Lauren Zacharin a couple mm-hmm. years ago when she was in. Uh, Preston's show We Are the Tigers which is a show that I absolutely adore oh my god uh, of course because you love Bring It On you love oh my uh, gosh it's, it's, it all it, yes it's like Bring It On with Murder so um, uh, and so I love it but um, yeah so Preston's got a show but he's often been talking about um, doing a lot of things like this and he's in full support so I would imagine he'll be there as well but look it, it, the, the, the point is there are trans people in the theater community. And the fact that Cameron McIntosh seems to think that the only time that they should get jobs is if if it's a, a gimmick or if something is specifically about trans people um, really overlooks the impact that they are already having on the theater community. And we've had Peppermint and Alexandra Billings and Preston Max Allen, like it, it's just like it's so there are so many people already doing good work. And then for Cameron McIntosh to kind of just dismiss an entire population in the theater community, it's really just 
it just goes to show how out of touch so many people at the top rungs of the theater community are. Um, and that, I think, is the biggest takeaway for me. Like I said with Ashley the other day, like the fact that Cameron McIntosh said the things that he said, misinterpretation or not, whatever, I'm not going to get into that, doesn't surprise me. Like this is what the hierarchy of the theater intelligentsia and money people have shown us who they are, um, whether that is in terms of of trans uh, phobia or racism or uh, misogyny, this is not a surprise. So it's time for the people like Sis to take the lead and 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 make a difference. And that's what they're doing. And I'm very, very happy about that. Yeah. So if you want to attend that, if you're in New York and you feel safe enough, um, we will probably retweet that on our social media as well, wherever it's being held. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll keep you posted. Um, so I guess speaking of uh, British things, people. Yeah. ALW and Cam have a, a long working relationship. That's so that's I a good thought. transition. Good, good, good. Is that good. a transition? Is that a segue? You guys know I'm bad at it. Imagine going to the UK right now. You You can't. Right. So according to the marketing team and producers for Andrew Lloyd Webber, David Zippel and Emerald Fennel's Cinderella, you totally can. <laughs> the new West End production took out a full ass page ad in the New York Times, I guess suggesting that anyone in New York or that reads the Times could just hop across the pond right now for some theater, which, you know, can't really happen without a quarantine. Um, so it was it was a it was a it was a choice for them to create this ad. It- I mean. <laughs> Are you not allowed to? I, I don't know that there is anything in place with the UK. I know the EU has done some things, but the UK is famously, thanks to Brexit, not part of the EU. Has the UK implemented a new quarantine as well? I'm I'm not sure. I think it's strange that like, I think because of the variant now, travel's changing. Like I was just telling you, like I'm getting all these emails about flights that I've got yeah. coming up. I'm just like, oh. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, but it's strange to just pull out like a whole page ad for not this area like it's just surprising because we're trying really hard to boost up tourism to the uk obviously but we're also trying to boost up tourism to new york city so if people not coming to see wicked on broadway (laughs) they're not coming to see cinderella right now i don't know that this ad has as much to do with people going to see cinderella in london as it does as potentially greasing some wheels to hopefully eventually get people to see Cinderella in New York. Um, I still am kind of flabbergasted by the reviews that Cinderella got. Um, I was shocked by how good they were. Um, and I still... What's that? consistently has hits. I mean, it's not shocking. Well, I mean, based off what I've seen and heard about it and heard from it, it was shocking to me. Oh. I mean, let's be honest, like... He's had some misses. There was that one about soccer. There was the one about the the, the barnyard Jesus. There was there have been a lot of misses. I love of Rock. Yeah, that wasn't the one about the barnyard Jesus. That 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 oh, was a different one. That's not uh, what you meant. No, <laughs> no, but like, uh, what is it? The beautiful game, uh, whistle down the wind. Like he's had his misses, but like every all the promotional stuff I've seen for Cinderella has done absolutely nothing for me. But the reviews were fantastic. So if you've got an Andrew Lloyd Webber show where the reviews were really strong, there is literally no chance that they are not trying to bring it to New York. So I have a feeling that taking out a full-page ad in the New York Times had far more to do with that than actually trying to get people to tr- to travel across the Atlantic Ocean during a pandemic. Listen, Camila Cabello, she's out here being Cinderella. 
different it's, it's Cinderella. Year, I know, but it's the year of Cinderella again. Is it? It's, here's the problem. Every year is the year of Cinderella. We need to stop with the Cinderella <laughs> Cinderella remix. No more Cinderella. No more Peter Pan. No more Alice in Wonderland. Like, just stop. We have enough. <laughs> That's like F you British folklore. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Cinderella, actually French. It was actually based on a French fairy tale. So there you go. All right. I did the bad way when I was like five. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a moment from the show to talk about our Patreon. So we at Broadway Radio, we're so eager to bring you more exclusive content, roundtable discussions. I mean, we talked about Schmego, we talked about Dune, uh, which I watched, two by the way, people. last night. Two different people. Two different people. I watched it last night with my mom. Really enjoyed most of it. Strange. On the second watch, oh and much more fun. I know, right? Can we go back? Interviews, uh, we were talking about, like, uh, talking to people that you care to hear about. I mean, Matt and I had this beautiful conversation with Orfe and Andy, and I know that you listen to it on our Patreon. We've got all that great exclusive content coming your way, but we're able to keep the lights on thanks to you, our patrons and listeners. So please continue to support us through being a Patreon subscriber and engaging with us across all of our social media platforms. We are so excited about our upcoming Broadway news season. So thank you for making sure that that happens. If you aren't already getting the news before everybody else, go ahead, pause this episode. I'll give you a moment. Go to patreon.com slash broadwayradio to learn more and then jump back into the show with us. Yeah, uh, have you and Ashley recorded your Passover thoughts yet? We're doing it right after this, baby. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay, I can't wait to hear that. So, yeah, we're going to be doing a ton of stuff, especially as the season continues. We've already told you all about the um, movie musical roundtables that we have in the works, and already we are working on them. So we are very excited to share with you all the stuff over at patreon.com slash broadwayradio. So casting has been announced for Playwrights Horizons production of Alicia Harris's What to Send Up When It Goes Down. Casting includes Rachel Christopher, Ago Chukwu, Kambi Gathesha, Denise Manning, Whitney White, and more will take on their main stage theater. I can't believe they're returning to in-person productions this fast at the main stage theater. I was surprised. It's starting September 24th, which is this month because it is September 1st. So September 24th mm-hmm. through October 17th. Tickets are already on sale. Go to Playwrights Horizons. Yeah, this is one of those shows that like has had so much buzz. I think it's had a number yeah. of of different runs at various places. I think it was even at uh, BAM at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is is one of those shows that I'm so so happy that it's getting an opportunity to play to a larger audience. Um, especially since Playwright Horizons is one of the the leading off Broadway companies in, in mm-hmm. New York City. So very excited. I'd heard multiple times that there was a show or two by Harris that was aiming for Broadway and had plans to come uh-huh. to Broadway pre pre pandemic. I uh, this was not the one, but I would not be surprised if this continues to go well if that ends up changing at some point. Also, I without knowing any of that before today to be frank, I really love the title of the show, What to Send Up When It Goes yeah. Down. I just really like it. Um so yeah, just saying sometimes that that hook can get you. I don't know. I want to see it now. Anyways, uh, so the Irish Rep has announced their upcoming fall 2021 season for in-person shows, including Autumn Royal, which will run October 8th through November 21st of this year, The Streets of New York, which starts uh, December 4th this year through January 30th of 2022. And then this title, I want to hope that it is 
positive. I did not like the title, and you'll hear why. It's called A Girl is a Half-Formed Thing, starting November 10th through December 12th. All the hope in the world for that one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it, I was just like, wait, what? I, 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 will, I will say, hopefully in that title's defense, I don't know who this playwright is, and I'm not even sure if it's a man or a woman. It's I, I, It sounds like an Irish name. Imir McBride, but it is adapted by Annie Ryan and directed by Nicola Murphy. So it sounds like there are women at the helm of this. So hopefully that gives it a little bit more credence um, rather than just being a really misogynistic thing. Yeah, I hope you're right. But a lot of women have internalized as misogyny, and I hope that that is not the case here. <laughs> yeah, I will also say, maybe in its defense, I think I think both girls and boys are half formed things because they're not yet adults. So maybe that's what it means is that a girl is on her journey to being fully formed as an adult. Maybe that's what that means. No. To quote my favorite Hedwig, some of us were just split in two. And gender is a construct. All right, go. many Broadway performers. <laughs> did you like that? Uh, many Broadway performers have been teaming up to make sure educators all across the U.S. get the proper classroom supplies before reaching into their own pockets because that is so freaking often. I had no idea until a couple of years ago that teachers bought their own classroom supplies a lot of times because they're not given the proper th- things that they need to teach. Uh, but people like Patty Murin are trying to make a big difference. You know, there's uh, a lot of people using like clear the list. Um, Patty is joining up with. John Legary, who is a former Team Mobile CEO, which sounds strange. However, John has been doing a lot of work with Clear the List. And as of like August, you know, there were 26,000 people that wow. submitted classroom lists. It's insane. But John alone raised 46,000 and noticed that like Patty was on this like incredibly. Yeah. Um, charged bandwagon to get people to donate to this charitable cause, but people like Sutton Foster, Colin Donnell, of course, her husband, uh, not Sutton Foster's husband, <laughs> Patty. No, no. Although they've been uh, in two Broadway shows together um, where they are at least semi-romantic uh, opposites uh, in both of those what? shows. Sutton and Colin, they did Anything Goes Together and did Violet together. You learn something new every day here at Broadway Radio folks. Uh, Rory O'Malley, who I love, of course. Uh, Rachel Bloom, Justin Guarini, Josh Segarra, Krista Rodriguez, Celia Kinnan-Bolger. There's so many Broadway people that are attached to this movement, so that's why we're talking about it, and we recommend that you do too. All you have to do is follow the hashtag ClearTheList and uh, donate from there. Yeah, so let's play a little Patty Murin uh, connect the dots here with some of these folks. We've got Rory Mm -hmm. O'Malley, who Patty was supposed to do Nerds with um, until that was canceled on Broadway. Justin Guarini, I don't know. They might have done Chicago at the Muni together. Uh, Josh Segarra, they did um, uh, 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 Lissa Strada Jones together, I believe. Krista Rodriguez, I got nothing. But Celia Keenan-Bolger and Colin, of course, did Merrily We Roll Along together with Lin-Manuel Miranda at Encores. So lots of, of Broadway connections. Rachel Bloom, I've got nothing. Everybody loves Rachel Bloom. So she connects to everybody. Wow. You did that so fast. I, it literally used to be my job to run the Broadway World database, so I literally knew all, had to know all these things. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm impressed. Yeah. I truly just wow. Truly um, finally, 
truly badly deeply. Ah. Um, okay, so finally, in a recommendation, because I didn't get to talk about it last week, I know that all of us have been sharing all this rehearsal footage from all of these Broadway shows and tours, and everybody's getting super emotional, and this one made me cry. Uh, so there was some rehearsal footage that was uh, edited together with an acoustic cover of For the First Time in Forever uh, with the Frozen National Tour, covered by F. Michael Haney. You know how much I love F. Michael Haney. Um, it was such a beautiful little video, and so we've linked it to you here because they had already put out like the first time they had sung for yeah. the first time in forever yeah we but talked about it yeah. was the cover and then also oh yeah yeah um i wasn't there but I yeah we it. talked about it on the show yeah yeah but this one was kind of like more rehearsal footage and every time i just see these people bringing so much joy to a rehearsal room i know they're in tech right now and a lot of shows have already opened but like i got to on sunday i got to see the uh hamilton tour the philip hamilton tour oh in awesome yeah, and, and just, like, hearing about how these guys have been doing those tours. And, and the Frozen one, too, they were on tour for about a year before shutdown. And then they all stayed in contact kind of as a support group for each other for a year. And now they're back in the rehearsal rooms or they're back on stage. They just had their first two-show day at Hamilton last Saturday. And they were oh, all amazing. the dancers were like, um, <laughs> our bodies <laughs> are literal jello. Yeah. So um, I know they're enjoying their off day. They enjoyed their off day on Monday. Um, but yeah, so it's just magical. And anytime anybody's sharing any of these videos, please send them uh, every which way. Tweet me, at me, whatever. I want to see every single one. Like we talked about that New York Times article the other day with all the gorgeous photographs of like Chicago getting together and um it means a lot so that's all i just want to say (laughs) i'm just very emotional um yeah yeah no it's great i saw one that i didn't send over to you because it was like 45 seconds and nothing really um happens and there was no like singing in it but like they had they released like a 45 second little teaser um of the 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 company of six getting back together for the first time uh, and all that stuff i watched that i mean it was just like they had like the the music overlay that it wasn't like rehearsal it was just them doing the meet and greet but like i love those things those are great i mean it's um it's it's it it's just so nice to see these folks sitting back together it doesn't relieve all of my nerves and nervousness about everything but um the emotions are real when you see everybody in the room for the first time together again (laughs) yeah try not to cry Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash broadwayradio. You can find me all the time on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Matt, where can people find you? You can find me at BWW Matt. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>